Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got the cure. Three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Hi, reader. It's the Reading Bug. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Bloomsbury Children's Books a leading independent publisher of best-selling books for children of all ages, including the Lola Dutch series by Kenneth and Sarah Jane Wright. The newest book in the series is Lola Dutch When I Grew Up, featuring more creativity and imagination from Lola and Bear. Help support our sponsor by purchasing Lola Dutch When I Grow Up or any of the books from Bloomsbury Children's Books at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Hello, reader. We couldn't be more excited to be back for an all-new Season 3 of Reading Bug Adventures, created, written, and produced by The Reading Bug, our family-owned children's bookstore. You can learn all about us, our store, and our favorite books by visiting thereadingbug.com. And if our adventures get you excited about reading new books, be sure to visit readingbugbox.com, the very best monthly book subscription for kids. Reading Bug Box delivers great books to your doorstep every month, handpicked by me and the rest of our staff, and perfectly matched to your interests and reading level. Did you have a great St. Patrick's Day, reader? Do you wish it wasn't over? If so, you're going to love our adventure today. Keep listening, and you can join us on our adventure to a place where it is St. Patrick's Day every day. But before we get going, I'd like to say a special thank you to Nathan from California, Aditi from California, Bonnie Grace from Canada, and Aubrey from California. And a very special shout-out to Calvin and Teddy from Massachusetts. You're all part of what makes it possible for us to continue to write, perform, and produce our original stories and music. If you'd like to support Reading Bug Adventures, too, sign up at patreon.com. Thank you so much for your support. And finally, the Reading Bug loves getting fan mail from you. Thanks for all the notes and illustrations. Send us your best illustrations at Reading Bug Box on social media with the hashtag Reading Bug Adventures or snail mail to The Reading Bug, 785 Laurel Street, San Carlos, California, 94070. Okay, reader, are you ready to start on a whole new season of Reading Bug Adventures? Then what are we waiting for? Let's fly, it's finally time for a brand new Reading Bug Adventure. It's a Reading Bug Adventure, there's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper, and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Reader, hi! It's so wonderful to see you. Are you excited about our adventure today? Where do you think we'll be going? I'd ask the Reading Bug, but I haven't seen her yet. I wonder where she might be. Lauren, reader, over here, look! I did it, I did it! I can't believe it, but I caught him. Look. Oh, reader, look over there. It's the reading bug. She's coming toward us, but she's not alone. It looks like she's brought someone with her. A tiny little man. And she's standing on the very top of his tall hat. Can you believe it? 
Can you believe it? It worked! I caught him! Reader, I don't think that tiny little man looks happy at all. But the reading bug is ecstatic. She's jumping up and down and dancing. Look at that poor, sad little guy. He's not like any man I've ever seen before. He has pointy ears sticking out from his tall, pointed green hat and wild red hair and a long red beard. He's wearing a white shirt and a green jacket, green pants, and yellow tights with green and yellow socks. On his feet are beautiful shiny brown shoes with big glittery silver buckles matching a buckle on his hat. Reader, do you think that tiny man could be a leprechaun? Top of the morning to you, Lauren and Reader. Meet my new friend, Liam Lanigan. Are you serious? Um, Reading Bug, your friend doesn't look too happy. Are you sure you two are friends? Well... Hi, Liam. My name is Lauren, and this is the Reading Bugs and my reader friend. We're glad to meet you. Any friend of the Reading Bug is a friend of ours. I'm no friend of this wee bug. She's captured me. I was minding me own business, and she trapped me. What? Reading Bug, is this true? Well, sort of. You see, I was reading How to Build a Leprechaun Trap by Larissa Giuliano, and it inspired me to build a trap of my own. I never thought it'd actually catch a leprechaun, but I did. Lauren, reader, don't take your eyes off him. If we stop looking at him for even a split second, he'll disappear. Disappear? Yes, so keep looking right at him. Okay, if you say so. It was a tricky little trap this bug set for me. I escaped many a child's leprechaun trap in my day, but this one fooled me. I was really proud of my leprechaun trap, and I spent a lot of time thinking about it and building it. At first, I considered painting a rainbow and leaving marshmallow treats to attract my leprechaun, then putting a box on a string above that could fall down and catch him while he snacked. Ha! Marshmallows! No one leaves out marshmallows unless it's a trap. I would escape that no problem. Then... I thought about making a table and meal with glue underneath that would stick to the leprechaun's shoe. Clever. And I do love me food. But I always check for glue traps before tucking into a good meal. Children been trying to catch me for nearly 200 years. 200 years? You're that old? Old! I'm a young spry 188 years old, thank you very much. But I decided to be even more clever. I mixed craft glue a touch of water, and gold glitter in a cup until it looked just like a pot full of gold dust. I set the cup on a net spread over a hole in the garden, and I built a rainbow bridge that led straight to the pot of gold, because everyone knows that leprechauns can't resist gold. Ugh, she's right. I couldn't resist a handful of gold dust. I jumped for it, dropped into the hold, and was stuck there until this bug checked her trap this morning. She hasn't taken her eyes off me since, so I haven't had a chance to escape yet. You look like sensible folk. Can you tell her to let me go? Reading bug, it's not nice to trap someone like that. Why wouldn't you let him go? Because now that I've caught him, he needs to give me his gold. His gold? He's going to give you his gold? Why? Because those are the rules. I'm afraid she's right. If any leprechaun is ever caught, we must surrender our gold to our captor. Oh, it pains me so much to have to give you this. But here is me gold. One shiny gold coin for you. 
Oh, wow. Look at the coin, reader. Not so fast, Liam. Leprechauns are notorious tricksters. I'm keeping my eye on you. This coin is beautiful. It's about twice the size of a quarter and four times as thick. It's heavy, too. Feel it. And look how shiny the gold is. The sunlight is reflecting off the surface, and there's a beautiful rainbow embossed on the top. Hey, wait, what? Did you see that? The coin just disappeared. One second I was holding it, and the next second it was gone. Aha, uh -huh. I knew it. That was a trick coin, wasn't it, Liam? Ah, uh, you outsmarted me again. Usually I hand someone the coin, and as soon as they take their eyes off me, I'm gone. Long before the coin disappears. Nice try, but we've still got you. What are you going to do? Okay, 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 you got me. Here's what I'll do for you. I'll grant you three wishes for letting me go. How's that sound? That sounds great. But what's the catch? No catch at all, except you need to return me to the Emerald Isle. The Emerald Isle? Like in Wizard of Oz? No, no, Lauren. The Emerald City is in the Wizard of Oz. The Emerald Isle is what some call Ireland. It's a country near the United Kingdom, and it's where leprechauns and many other magical creatures live. What are you doing so far away from home anyway, Liam? I've lost me way and haven't been back home in years. Just wandering around the globe, picking up gold where I can find it, and avoiding children and others who want to capture me. It's pretty scary for a leprechaun to travel alone these days. Children are always trying to trap us or trick us in order to steal our gold. That's why we hide our gold at the end of the rainbow. It's easy for leprechauns to follow rainbows to the very end, but it's almost impossible for humans to reach the end of a rainbow. I never thought of that before, but you're right, Liam. I see rainbows in the sky all the time, but they're always so far away that I never seem to be able to follow them to the very end. If you need to get back to Ireland, Liam, you're with the right bug. The reading bug takes us on adventures to all kinds of places using her magical book bag. And our imaginations, of course. It's true. But how do I know this isn't a trick, too? It's not! I promise! I'm so, so homesick. And I need to get back. Would you please take me in return for three wishes? Here, I'll even give you my lucky four-leaf clover as a promise not to run away. Look, reader, the clover does have four leaves. Thank you, Liam. I'll hold on to this and keep it safe so we can return it to you once we're home and get our three wishes. So that's a yes, then? We have a bargain? Yes. yes. Then let's seal it with a bit of leprechaun magic, shall we? We hereby agree to this contract that if you can help me to backtrack to the home of me youth, I'll deliver in truth three wishes to this bogus payback. Fulfiddly fuck! There, our magical pact is now sealed. Okay, Liam. We're always happy to help someone in need, but I'm still not sure we can trust you completely. Leprechauns, the Myths, Legends, and Lore by Bob Curran says that leprechauns can be really sneaky. You are in luck, though. In addition to How to Build a Leprechaun Trap, I've been reading lots and lots of other books about Ireland and leprechauns, and I have them all with me in my magic book bag. So, we should be able to get you home. See? Some of the books in my book bag are The Itsy Bitsy Leprechaun by Jeffrey Burton, The Story of the Leprechaun by Catherine Teagan, 
and Ronan Boyle and the Bridge of Riddles by Thomas Lennon. That's a great selection of some of my favorites. Yeah, sounds like more than enough to get us and Liam back to his home. What are we waiting for? Let's go. Not so fast, Lauren. Leprechauns aren't the only magical fairies in Ireland. Fairies? Aye, leprechauns be a type of fairy, or as we call them in Ireland, she. I've read that all kinds of fairies live in Ireland, and they come in all types of shapes and sizes. They can be evil and scary, like the ballybogs and pukas, or playful and good, like the trooping fairies. Or they could be somewhere in between, like sneaky leprechauns. I may be a trickster, but it's all in good fun, I swear. Okay, Liam. But if we're going on an adventure with fairies, both good and bad, we're going to want to stretch ourselves out and get ready first. You never know if we might run into danger. I can't believe I almost forgot. Yes, thank you, Reading Bug. Let's all stretch our arms and legs before we go on our adventure today to make sure we're ready for whatever she we may encounter or to keep up with our very tricky leprechaun friend. That's it. Everybody stand up, unless you're buckled into your car seat, and wiggle your fingers and toes. Are you wiggling? Great. Now, stretch your arms up high over your head. Perfect. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, let's get ready to go. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, now we're ready to go. Ah, that felt wonderful, didn't it, reader? I feel all stretched out and ready to go. Before we go, one last thing. Reader, did you remember to bring crayons and paper with you today? Just like the illustrators of the books that we read, we draw pictures of everything we see and do on our adventures to retell our story to friends and family when we get back. If you don't have crayons and paper, don't worry. Just pause the podcast or ask a grown-up to help, and we'll be right here when you come back. Okay, reader, it's time for our adventure to begin. After traveling all over the earth, Liam wants to return to the land of his birth. So let's follow the rainbow to the Emerald Isle, where he lived with the she when he was a child. Look, the book bag is growing bigger and bigger, big enough to fit us all inside. And take a peek inside, reader. What do you see in there? That's right. Words, pictures, and characters from all the incredible books swirling around inside. There are rolling green hills and a pot filled with hundreds of shiny gold coins. And look at the beautiful rainbows that are slowly stretching from one end of the book bag to the other. Over there, I see a man with a kind face and a long white beard wearing a green hat, a long white robe with a green cloak draped on top, and a green cross hanging from his neck. And are those real words? Reader, look at those funny words flying around. Chloricons, Vergerig, Ballybogs, and Tirnanog. How silly they look and sound. I think those words are from an ancient Irish language called Gaelic. I read that many Irish stories were first told in Gaelic by Celts who came to Ireland from Europe. Oh, hey, I have a great idea, Liam. We always count to three before we jump into the book bag together. Can you help us count to three in Gaelic today? 
You say each number first, and then we'll say it after you, before we jump inside the book bag. Of course, I'd be happy to help and set us off on the right course to the Emerald Isle. First is number one, a hen. A hen. Good. Now, two is a doe. A doe. Very good. Now, three, a tree. A tree. Very good. Now, all together and into the book bag. A hen, a doe, a tree. Jump! Let's jump inside our book bag. What will we find there? Imaginations run away. What's in our book bag, our trusty book bag? What will we learn about today? Here we go. Look, reader, there's a rainbow stretched out in the sky above us and we're zipping off the ground right towards it. Everything below us is quickly fading from sight as we zoom toward the red, yellow, orange, green, blue, indigo, and violet of the rainbow. Oh, wow. Look around us, reader. We've reached the rainbow and are immersed in its colors. They're all around us as we follow its path towards Ireland, I assume. If we keep going this way, maybe we'll reach the end of the rainbow in the pot of gold there. Not so fast, reading bug. I think we're dropping out of the rainbow's path now and heading back to the ground. Look down. The land below us is a magnificent green color, like a giant emerald. That must be why they call it the Emerald Isle. Yes, it rains so much in Ireland that the meadows and pastures and trees are the most beautiful shade of deep green. Well, it looks like we're going to land right in the middle of the green trees and meadows because the book bag is coming in for a landing. We're there. Liam, let's get you home. Everybody out of the bag. Oh, hey. Looks like we're not the only ones in this beautiful green meadow, doesn't it, reader? We're surrounded by sheep. Lots and lots and lots of sheep. I did read in How to Build a Leprechaun Trap that there are more sheep in Ireland than people. So I guess it's no surprise that we landed in the middle of this very large flock of sheep. Shelly, how are you? Seamus, been a while, mate. Siobhan, I miss you. Liam, you, uh, know these sheep? Know them? They're practically family. This is me meadow. I'm home. But don't you have any real family or friends to come home to? Other leprechauns? Oh, no. Leprechauns are solitary sheep, which means each leprechaun lives alone. Although, we do like to come together to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day is an Irish national holiday that is held on March 17th each year. It is celebrated by people and leprechauns all over the world. Liam, we got you safely back to your home and your sheep, just like we promised. It's time for you to live up to your end of the bargain and grant the reading bug her three wishes before we head back to our homes. Reading bug, have you thought about what you're going to wish for? Wait, not so fast. You have not yet fulfilled your part of our pact. Of course we have. You said so yourself. This meadow is your home. Yes, it is me home, but our agreement was that you'd return me to the home of me youth before I'd grant your wishes. Remember? This may be me home now, but we've a long way to get to the home of me youth, Tir Nanog. <laughs> Tir Nanog? What is Tir Nanog? Liam, you tricked us. 
We thought we just had to get you back to Ireland, which we've done. Magic is a tricky thing, Lauren, and so are leprechauns. <laughs> when you cast a spell or make a wish, words matter. And me words said, home of me youth. So, what are we waiting for? Let's go. Tirnanog. We've seen that word before, haven't we, reader? Oh, yes, I remember now. It's one of the strange words that I saw swirling around in the book bag. What is Tirnanog? Is it a nearby town or village? Unfortunately, no, Lauren. I read in the Magic Treehouse Fact Tracker Leprechauns in Irish Folklore that Tirnanog is a hidden, enchanted world of everlasting youth, beauty, health, abundance, and joy. When you're there, you never grow a day older. Oh, I see. That's what Liam meant by the land of me youth. Exactly. And Tirnanog is full of fairies. Sorry, she. As more and more people have moved to Ireland and plowed up the fields and meadows to build houses, factories, and offices, many of the she have moved to magical fairy kingdoms like Tirnanog that are located deep inside the Emerald Green Hills. So many leprechauns have moved there that leprechauns are now listed as a protected species under European law. That's right, Readenbug. Tirnanog is so full of magic that the she celebrate our favorite day, St. Patrick's Day, every day of the year there. That means there are parades and parties, corned beef and cabbage, green cupcakes and Irish dancing every day. What fun! I've dreamed about going to Tirnanog since I was a wee leprechaun, and now you're finally gonna help me get there and to dance and party and live forever! This was your plan all along, wasn't it, Liam? You tricked us into coming here and taking you to Tirnanog, but... Why didn't you just go there on your own? On my own? Are you serious? No, 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 no. No one would ever travel to Tirnanog on their own. It's a long and dangerous journey through the peat bogs to get there. And there are bally bogs and pukas and all kinds of other magical creatures trying to keep us good she from reaching the enchanted city. As a solitary leprechaun, I have no one to help me face those dangers. I need your help to get me there in one piece. Yikes. Reading bug. Reader, did you hear that? It sounds like it's a long and dangerous journey to Tirnanog. Do we really want to go? Maybe we should just leave Liam here and continue on our adventure in other, safer parts of Ireland. What do you think? But then again, what better way to see Ireland while we're here than with a leprechaun tour guide? And when we make it, we'll have three magical wishes to use. Can you imagine what you'd wish for, Reader, if you had three wishes? I say we help him. You do? Well, okay then. Liam, I guess we'll do it. We'll help you get to Tirnanog. Hooray! Then what are we waiting for? We're just getting older standing around here. If we're traveling as far as you say we are, Liam, I'm not sure we'll be able to walk there. We can't stay in Ireland forever. We need to get back home to our families so we'll need to find a faster way to get there. Anyone have any ideas? When I need to travel, I hop on the back of one of me sheep friends. Here. <whistles> Shamrock, come here. <coughs> See? Good idea, Liam. But Reader and I are much too big to ride on the back of a sheep. We're going to need to find another way. Unless... Unless? What do you have in mind, Reading Bug? Well, what if I used one of my wishes to make you as small as Liam? I still have two wishes left, 
And I'm not sure there's any other way to get us to Tirna Nog today. You may be right, Reading Bug. But are you sure you want to lose one wish? And Liam, is it even possible to use one of the wishes now? I, I let you use one wish, but... But? It always seems like there's a catch with you, isn't there? You have to make your wish in rhyme or it won't work. The magic only works if you can make it rhyme. And not any kind of rhyme either. It has to be a limerick. A limerick? What's that? A limerick is an Irish sort of rhyme. It has five lines, three long and two short. The first two lines are long and they must rhyme with each other. The third and fourth lines are shorter and share a separate rhyme. And the fifth line is long again and rhymes with lines one and two like this. There once was a leprechaun named Liam. His height made it quite hard to seem. And on the top of his head, his hair was bright red. Trust me, you'd rather see him than be him. Got it? Your wish needs to be a limerick or it won't work. Oh my, rhyming is hard enough, but a limerick? I'm not sure I can do it. Let's see. We want to start journeying, but Lauren and Reader are too tall. Hmm, what rhymes with tall, Reader? Okay, well, here goes nothing. On the backs of these sheep we are keen to ride across the country all green. But the humans are tall, so I wish they'd grow small so that we can begin journeying. How is that? Think it will work? <laughs> oh yes, that will work. Hold on tight as I say the magic words and grant your first wish. Ready? Fulfiddly fuck! Oh my, what a strange feeling, reader. Something's happening. Do you feel it too? It's like my skin is getting tighter and tighter and all of my fingers and toes are getting tingly. Hey, look, Liam's growing bigger and bigger and... Oh no, Reader, he isn't getting bigger. We are getting smaller. Whoa! Whoa, that was really, really weird, wasn't it, Reader? But I think it worked. Look around. I think I'm just about as tall as Liam is now and you're... Oh! Oh no, Reader. I think something may have gone wrong. Look at yourself. You did shrink to Liam's size, but you're all green. Your fingers are green, your face is green, your ears are green, and even your hair is green. Um, Lauren, you're green too. I am? Ah, I am. Look at my hands and my arms. Liam, what did you do? <laughs> I couldn't help it. I just couldn't resist. When you made your wish, you said you wanted to ride across the country all green, and now you can. <laughs> because you are both now all green. <laughs> Liam, what a rotten trick. I told you, you needed to choose your words carefully when making wishes or spells. Lauren, <laughs> reader, you sure do look silly but we really don't have time to waste. Do you feel okay? Even though you're green, I think we have to get going to Tiernanog if we want to make it there today. Ah, yes, yes. Let's get going. Looking at you two will keep me in good spirits the whole way. <laughs> Here, I'll ride Shamrock, you ride Shelly there, Lauren, and Reader, you can ride Seamus. I don't think this is very funny at all, but I guess we should have known that Liam would play a trick on us any chance he got. Reader, hold on to Seamus the sheep's neck and hop up onto his back, like me. 
Watch. Okay, now your turn. Great. Ready, everyone? Reading bug, hop up here on my shoulder. Now let's ride. Liam, you got to have your fun at Readers in My Expense. How about you do a little bit of kindness and tell us more about Ireland and St. Patrick's Day? We have a long way to travel, so it would be nice to learn a little bit more about where we are. Oh, of course, of course. I'm not mean. I just like to have me fun, that's all. Let's see. Tell you more about St. Patrick in Ireland, huh? Well, how's this? St. Patrick was not named Patrick, and he was not born in Ireland. What? You're tricking us again, aren't you? No, Lauren. He's right. No one knows for sure what St. Patrick's real name was. He was born over 1,500 years ago, in about 385 AD, in either Scotland or Wales. Very good reading, Bug. And when St. Patrick was 16 years old, he was kidnapped by Irish pirates and spent six years in Ireland before escaping back. After that, he went to France, where he decided to become a Catholic priest to thank God for his escape. And many years later, after he became a Catholic bishop, he returned to Ireland to build schools and churches all over the country. He was kind and gentle and loved by all. After he died, the Catholic Church named him a saint. And now he is considered the patron saint of Ireland. Yeah, there are many, many legends about St. Patrick, Lauren. My favorite is the legend of St. Patrick and the snakes. After St. Patrick had been praying and meditating on a mountaintop for 40 days, he came down into a valley where he was attacked by snakes. This made him so angry that he drove all the snakes into the sea. And to this day, there are no snakes in Ireland. Tis true. Hey, Shelly, are you okay? Why'd you stop moving? Reader, is it me? Or are we getting smaller again? Everything around us seems to be growing. Liam, is this more of your leprechaun magic? Stop fooling around right now. Oh no, Lauren, it's not me. And you're not shrinking, you're sinking. Look, Shamrock's legs are manky and he looks knackered from trying to move them. I don't understand. What's manky? What's knackered? Manky means very dirty, and knackered means tired. We must have wandered into a peat bog while we were talking. A peat bog? I don't know what that is, but it doesn't sound or smell good. Yuck. Ireland has lots of wetlands called peat bogs. Peat is formed when moss and other plants decay over thousands of years. They form a soggy mass beneath spiky grasses like the ones all around us. Moss bogs can swallow up an animal hole, and rain can make the situation even worse. And it sure has been raining a lot recently. We need to get out quickly before it's too late. But how? Reader, we're sinking quickly into the moss and grass. It's almost like quicksand. Don't move. The more I move, the faster Shelley and I seem to be sinking. Let's sit very, very still and see if we can think of a plan. Uh, Lauren, reader, Liam, I hate to disrupt your thinking, but I don't think we're alone in this bog either. I see some dark shapes moving all around us. Look, 
Over there, do you see them too? Oh my, yes. I thought that might be a tree or a branch, but they're definitely moving on their own. They're bigger than we are, and look how odd they are. Their heads sit directly on top of their round bodies, without any neck at all. And their spindly legs and arms don't look like they could work on solid ground. Uh-oh. Uh-oh? Yeah. I think we may have happened upon a rather large group of ballybogs, and they don't look happy at all to see us. Ballybogs? What are those? Remember when I told you that Ireland was full of sheep, both good and bad? Well, ballybogs are sheep, and they're not the good kind. I've read that they are also called peat fairies because they live in the peat bogs, and they'll do anything to protect the bogs from intruders, like us. Aye, I'm afraid you're right. The ballybogs keep watch in the peat bogs around Tiernanog, watching for intruders who are trying to find the enchanted Sizzy. Oh no! Breeder, reading bug, Liam. It looks like they're coming right toward us. What are we going to do? I don't know. Reader, can you help us figure out what to do? Our sheep are stuck in the muck. We're too far to jump to safety, and the scary ballybogs will be here in no time. What can we do? Great idea, reading bug. Reader, while you're thinking of ways to get us out of this mess and escape the ballybogs, I'm going to pause our adventure right here. You can use your paper and crayons to draw pictures of what you think will happen next. How will we get out of the slimy bog? Will the nasty ballybogs catch us, or will we get away? Draw pictures or write a story about what you think will happen. And be sure to come back next time to find out what really happens. I'm sure you'll have some great ideas to share, because... When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show this world that you can be anything. You could write a book or fly a plane, build a house with a giant crane. Whatever you do, one thing will be true. There's nothing you can't do. You can see it through just by being you. In just a few minutes, I'm going to play some music for you to color to. You can draw illustrations from any part of today's adventure. Maybe you'll draw Liam the Leprechaun, or the beautiful Emerald Isle and the rainbow we arrived on. Or maybe you'll draw us in our embarrassing shades of green, riding our trusty sheep Shamrock, Shelley, and Seamus. Whatever you decide to draw, I'm sure it will be amazing. And if you want to read more about Ireland, leprechauns, and other magical creatures, be sure to explore the books in the Reading Bugs book bag at thereadingbug.com irish. Our coloring music will play in a few seconds for you. Thanks for joining us today on this exciting adventure. We'll see you right here next time. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures was sponsored by Bloomsbury Children's Books and their new book, Lola Dutch When I Grow Up, by Kenneth and Sarah Jane Wright. Hooray! I finally got it! What do you have, Reading Bug? My very own copy of the second Lola Dutch picture book, Lola Dutch When I Grow Up. It's so beautiful, Lauren. It's got artwork from my favorite fabric designer, Sarah Jane Wright, 
and it's written by Kenneth Wright. Oh, how great, Reading Bug! Lola Dutch is a really strong, independent girl, isn't she? Oh, yes. Lauren, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I'm pretty grown up already, but I suppose there's still room to dream. I want to be a famous singer and dancer. I think I have the singing part down, but I've never been a good dancer. Aw, you can do it, Lauren. What about you, Reading Bug? Oh, I just can't decide. There are so many possibilities. I am a lot like Lola and Lola Dutch when I grow up. Lola wants to be an actress, an inventor, or maybe even a botanist. The possibilities are endless. I bet you can be all of them, Reading Bug. With reading skills like yours, that is. You're right, Lauren. Why choose? You can get your copy of Lola Dutch When I Grow Up from our independent bookstore at thereadingbug.com or at your own local independent bookstore. And be sure to tune in to our extra special interview with Sarah Jane and Kenneth Wright on our author visit podcast at thereadingbug.com slash authors. Thank you to Bloomsbury Children's Books for their support. And thank you for listening today. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me, Chloe Savage, and our special guest, Denal Noonan, with original music by me, Ross Gruet, and Alexa Thanos. Sound mixing and mastery was done by Resonate Recordings. The Reading Bug is a family-owned independent bookstore in California, and we are passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription box service at readingbugbox.com. And please support passion, expertise, and creativity in children's literature by continuing to shop with us or other local independent booksellers. Thank you. Goodbye.
Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now.